This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome Julie Lowe. Julie is a faculty member at the Christian Counseling and Education Foundation near Philadelphia. She is a licensed professional counselor with over 23 years of counseling experience, especially helping families, teens, and children. Julie is also an author of several books, including a parenting book called Childproof, Parenting by Faith, Not Formula, and also Building Bridges, which presents all sorts of activities for helping children and teens. I cannot recommend these books enough. I hope you will pick up multiple copies. Julie and her husband, Greg, have six children and serve as foster and adoptive parents. And I'm just thrilled to have you here today, Julie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I am looking forward to the passage you have for us today. Yeah. Lamentations 3, verse 22 through 23 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Julie, these verses from Lamentations, they're right in the middle of the book, right? So it's, we think Lamentations and it's about lamenting, but these book, these verses are not about lamenting. How would you put these verses in your own words? What do these verses say? I love this passage for exactly that reason. You you have what feels like a very depressing book. Uh, mm. Lament after lament, hard thing, destruction of the city of God, terrible events. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of all this lamenting, you have the author say, wait a minute. This I call to mind, therefore I have hope. Because mm. of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. His mercies are new every morning. And that is so encouraging because we all face hard days. We all face hardships and sufferings and afflictions. Bad things happen. But to be able to say in the middle of the bad things happening, wait a minute, I remember who God is. And because I remember that, there's hope. And every day is a new day. Every day is a fresh start. And I I say that to my kids, especially if they've had a rough day or they've gotten in trouble. I say, you know what, honey? As mercies are new every morning. Tomorrow is a new day. We'll get up and start again. I love that. So I'm going to read it again. This is Lamentations. This is the book right after the book of Jeremiah. So if you're looking in your Bible for these verses, that's where you'll find it. It's in the third chapter, verses 22 and 23. Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish, for his mercies never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. So Julie, how did these verses become important to you and meaningful to you? Well, because I am a counselor, because I'm a human being, because I'm a parent, you see struggling and suffering and failures and sin every day. And being able to offer something hopeful to people and to myself and to my own children and say, it does not matter what we're facing. There is a God who is a God of hope, who gives us uh, new mercies, who is faithful to us. And again, I particularly as a parent, it became important to me because I wanted my kids to wake up every day saying, the Lord goes before you. He's faithful. And no matter what hard thing you face the day before, he's there. His mercies are new. And our focus then shifts from our circumstances to the character of our, our God and our creator. And way too often, we're tempted to allow our circumstances to inform what we believe about God's character. 
rather than God's character to inform how we look at our circumstances. Wow, that is really insightful. Let's go back to that. But before we do, what do we learn about the character of our God from these verses? We learn that though he brings grief, yet will he show compassion. That's Mm. how great his love is. That even when our own failures, even when our own sin leads to hard things, that he is the God of compassion and he's merciful and he desires to restore us and woo us back to him and move us towards him. That's, that's who he is. He isn't willingly, as the passage says, he doesn't willingly bring affliction to us and he longs for us to draw near to him. So if one of your children came to you in a hard time and said, I'm going through a hard time, why would the Lord bring this into my life? How might these verses speak to that question? I guess one of the things you have to figure out is how to contextualize it, right? What does it look like in their circumstance and and to be faithful uh, to that? But regardless of what they're struggling with, whether suffering, mistreatment, bullying is happening to them, or whether their own poor choices, decision-making, sin uh, has led to their suffering, Right. Uh, God's character is the same. He loves us. He doesn't. He doesn't want to punish us. He's not a punitive God. He's a merciful God, but He does allow suffering, and suffering is always meant to draw us closer to Him. That mm-hmm. we learn to rely on Him and trust Him, whether it's brought to us or we bring it on ourselves. How kind of Him to meet us where we are in our pain, even if it's self-inflicted. Yeah. yeah. So. You mentioned a minute ago about how sometimes the situation, the hardship, seems to set the tone and the agenda in our lives and not the character of God. Mm-hmm. If we find ourselves in that situation, and my guess is, at least in my life, that's the way it is. That always kind of leads. And then I have to talk myself thinking through uh, who is the Lord in this. But how do we get there? How do we move from being dominated by the hardship around us, the situation, and move our thinking and our heart toward the character of God? Yeah, there's a couple of ways I think about it. One is even in the passage, the author says, this I call to mind, therefore I have hope. Mm. So a really simple thing is just say, I remember who God is. I remind myself who God is. As parents, we remind our children who God is. Mm. So there's a remembering of what is true and what is right and what is good. So forgetting is the exact opposite, right? We forget Mm. God's goodness. We forget who he is. We forget why suffering is allowed. So number one is choosing to remember. And then I think number two is telling ourselves the truth, speaking those things out loud or speaking them to our children. As a a parent, I don't expect my children to have that level of maturity yet, but I hope to instill it in them. So me speaking those things to them in helpful ways is important. That's really helpful. So let's take this verse and dive a little deeper even. Sometimes verses really land when we hear the inverse of what they're saying, the upside down version, so we can hear the right side up version even more clearly. If you were to take this verse and give it kind of the screw tape letters treatment, what would that sound like? Yeah, I think one of the things that hits me hard is God's abandoned me. I've forgotten who God is. I've forgotten that God's present, God's silent, God's absent. God doesn't care. God's given up on me. God loves to cause suffering in my life. Those are all the lies we're tempted to believe, right? Yeah, that's right. And in contrast, this verse says that God is faithful and merciful, and that faithfulness and mercy are new every morning. So what about that phrase, that it's new every morning? Why would it say it that way? That's a great question. The way I always read that is a reminder that we can make it to the next day. It's a reminder that God goes before us, um, whether it's moment by moment, 
morning by morning, uh, week by week, mm -hmm. that whatever goes before us, God goes before us. He goes before us. He stands with us. He's our portion. Uh, he is the thing that gives us hope and willingness and readiness to get up every day and face whatever there is. Oh, that's so good. Thank God for that. So Julie, if you were dropping your kids off at school and you've got 60 seconds before they jump out and are off to their day, and you've been talking about this verse, what's the final minute look like in your minivan? Yeah. The final minute sometimes is praying for them and whatever they have going on for the day. It's saying, remember, God goes with you when you get out of this car, when mm. you get off the bus. God goes before you. He's going with you today. So don't forget about him. And that's all of our temptations, right? To go to face a new day and forget that God is there with us. Mm. Julie, I'm just going to ask, could you read these verses again? I just want these truths about our God to sink down into our hearts so we can remember today. Would you mind doing that? Sure. Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on the podcast today. Would you just close our time by praying these verses for all of us? Sure. I'd be happy to. Let's pray. Lord, you are faithful. You are good. And you don't willingly bring hard things into our life. Thank you so much that we can rely on your faithfulness, on your loving kindness, on your persevering love. Help us to, to face every day trusting that you are good and faithful and turning to you for our hope. In your precious name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.